Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with more than 375 attorneys and offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com, and from Iberia Bank, offering comprehensive banking services designed to meet the needs of consumer, small business, and commercial clients, serving Louisiana clients for a hundred 128 years and now serving a regional base with a commitment to developing people and investing in its communities, iberiabank.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers' Comp, Fidelity Bank, and 30 North Investments. Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans. We're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. There's an opinion among some business people that fundamentally all business is the same. If you understand how to bake and sell cookies at a bake sale, you've grasped the fundamental principle of manufacturing and marketing, and everything else is really just a version of that. We're about to find out if there's any truth to this theory. I have a pretty good understanding about business, but if there are two industries I know next to nothing about, it would be hair and makeup. Christian Bordelon, on the other hand, knows a thing or two about makeup and voodoo. From a background in veterinarian medicine, Christian started working with local makeup artist Aimee Carr, who has made up a lot of famous faces, including Beyonce and Gwen Stefani, and developed a line of makeup called Voodoo. Voodoo Makeup has a retail outlet in the French Quarter and a second store set to open in New York. Uh, Christian, welcome out to lunch. Hi. Julie Childress is in the hair business, a very specialized segment of it. Julie's company, Haybands, makes headbands, ponytail holders, and other accessories that make hair a part of your look, including dog collars. Every single one of Haybands' products is handmade from start to finish, and you can find Haybands in over 60 retail outlets around New Orleans and across the country. Julie, welcome out to lunch. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Now, Christian, we're aware of the unwanted chemicals that we're putting in our bodies uh, in the food we eat, and we're increasingly demanding that it be removed. Makeup goes on our skin and is to some extent absorbed by our body as well, and that's where Voodoo Makeup starts. It's all natural. Uh, this has been developed as a line because of the experience Aimee had with her own allergies. But there's a big difference between being an accomplished makeup artist who's allergic to soy and formulating and manufacturing makeup. How did you all start down this road to what has now become Voodoo Makeup? How did you know uh, what you were doing? Uh, well, as all products, I mean, you don't really know what you're doing. You just start trying to pave a path. And Aimee started with uh, corn, soy, and gluten allergies because she lived in a house with mold. And the things, on the, pro the things on the market, she just, she can't use. She would start to have serious allergies to it. And so she started to develop her foundation for her to use on herself, not to necessarily use on others. And it all just kind of snowballed from there. Now, I have to ask you about uh, the, the voodoo part. Uh, where does that come in? Is it, how does this play? Is it just a name? It, we call it the magic is in our makeup. 
um, because we can really perfect someone's face. We color match like nobody else and we call custom blend the colors. So if you don't match something that we have in the studio, I can sit there and I can make up a recipe just for your skin tone. It's called the Just For Me line. Um, so it's a Just For Me custom blend color and then we have a number associated with it. So that way when they leave, say they're not a Louisiana resident and they go home to say Boston or you know somewhere else, we can actually pull up their card with their information, their specific recipe for their color make it in the studio and then ship it out to them and it gets to them in about three days and i have no idea how do you make this stuff how do you make foundation how do you make makeup uh well i mean there's a process there's a lot of sterilization of course because you want to be as cleanly as possible um there's a cook time with it because it's a cream to powder foundation so is this being done in somebody's kitchen or no it's it? actually done at the studio i work at the bar and i will custom blend people's and that's colors. here in new orleans mm-hmm. that's on st louis and then what about the fact that you know, you're getting bigger and you know trying to keep up with demand that's got to be that's got to uh, be an it's, issue it's nerve-wracking but exciting to be on the ground level and seeing it all really just come to fruition i mean you know it was a dream of amaze and to see it start to really happen and come together it's it's just kind of breathtaking to watch it from the beginning to where we're going. Julie, one of the things that can take you by surprise is that when you start a new business, all of a sudden you're very successful. In your case, you've gone from selling hay bands at one store in New Orleans to nationwide. Uh, when you guarantee that every product you make is handmade from start to finish, how does that limit how big hay bands can grow? Or do you have plans to hire and train you know, thousands of hay band artisans? What, what are you going to do? Well, that's a very good question, Peter, um, because I do hand make all the braids that you see, and it is quite daunting, especially this time of year with the football season starting and then when we get into Mardi Gras. The football season, we would love to see a hay band on every Saints fan and every LSU fan. We do two-lane braids. We um, any, any team across the country, wow. we can make any color combination. Now, I have to ask you, you know, the, probably the toughest part is just getting started. Um, who was your, your first customer and who took, a, who took a chance on you, I guess? Well, our uh, first customers were Haley's, my daughter, who is my partner, her teachers in, in her um, occupational therapy program. That's right, because she's a nurse? No, no. Oh, you're a nurse. I was a, nurse. a nurse. She uh, was in the occupational therapy program at LSU when all of this started. And she was giving the individual ponytails as gifts to some of her classmates. And the teachers saw them as well. So they had children. And then she, she came home and said, everyone doesn't, everyone <laughs> seems to want these. They're very colorful and, and, and fun. So I said, there might be a business opportunity here. Maybe you could, you know, stop the babysitting and, and start at the <laughs> hay band. And then commercially, we've seen you as at, uh, at Hemline on, on magazine. Hemline, um, on, um, especially on Metairie Road. And um, they actually were our first wholesale account, yep. account. Yes, excuse me. Um, and they gave us a chance. So, and is that first sale the, the toughest one? Uh, after you've been able to get in one store, does it? You're always striving to expand, and there are some markets that we would love to be in. And uh, call that number on your screen, and you'll be uh, yes, wholesale <laughs> accounts always accepting. You know, and you've you've taught me about something that is a big problem that I was not worried about until now, and that is 
um, hair creases from ponytails, and you've somehow you've alleviated that. Well, this particular fabric that we use is extremely soft, and the girls. I, I don't have a ponytail myself, but the girls do say that they can wear the ponytail all day and they don't have that crease or dent in their hair. I'm feeling a lot better. Oh. I really, I really I'm yeah. so happy. No, no, now, Chris, let me just ask you, uh, how hard is it to compete against the big brands? I mean, uh, you know, in stores we, we talk about shelf space, but mm-hmm. uh, it's broader than that. How do you... Is there a niche market that you're you're hitting that there is um, because there's not a lot of products out there that are corn, soy, gluten, paraben free. That's cruelty free. That's also vegan. It's a very small, small window that actually allows people to have a natural product that competes with the coverage of, say, some big box brand foundations because. I don't have those allergies, and coming from a background of pageants, I've used the spectrum of makeup, and so I have all of those to compare to, and I don't stop like trying to strive to meet something that's equal or better than what's out there now. So you're also the, um, the test dummy. Yeah, I a- help with that quite a bit. <laughs> but I mean, you know, if, if we wouldn't put it on ourselves, we wouldn't sell it to our clients. So the, it starts with us. Wow, and you know, I I know from when you when you go on a TV show and they put makeup on you, that is very uncomfortable. Uh, and that kind of that's thing. not the case with ours. We've had a lot of ladies that are like, it doesn't feel like anything's on my skin. It feels like a lotion. Uh, it's coconut based, so you now, actually coconut, don't. Coconut, they say, is this. It's the, the greatest, next biggest right? thing. <laughs> but it doesn't feel like anything's on your skin. You're not going to get that heavy, cakey feeling. And then we also don't put unnatural sunscreen. So for our darker clientele, if you want to take flash photography at night, your face is going to look like your body. It's not going to give you that white cast. It's oh, okay. not going to give you any unnatural kickback from the flash. Now, you're in the French Quarter. Um, who are your customers? How much do you Have you broken it down between tourists and locals uh we get a lot of tourists um we're right next to johnny's po boys so we got a lot of wives that come in that they're standing in line they're hot because it's middle of summer (laughs) and they're like i'm gonna go see what this makeup's about and they come out with a full face of makeup and a bag of stuff and their husband's like what did you just do yeah and then by that point you're at the front of the line Mm -hmm. and they're ready to eat (laughs) you know one thing i was going to ask you julie christian is just now starting to think about more of a national distribution you've had that really almost from the get-go. Was it tough? Well, we went to a few markets. Um, There was a spirit show market that uh, we attended, and that helped us with our collegiate and sorority lines to get into different states in the different areas for schools. And then also we went to a Dallas market, and that helped us as well. How about the college bookstores? Have you done that? We're actually at Campus Connection. What does that mean? In uh, near Tulane, and so they oh, carry oh, our. Oh, I see. The, the store is just outside. Not maybe not the bookstore itself, but the... right. Oh, that's great. We're actually there, and the problem with some of the bookstores, um, say, on the campuses, a lot of them are like owned by Barnes and Noble or such. Yep. And they might need licensed products. Oh, okay. So right. we're not big enough to be able to be licensed yes. at this point. Yeah, as I come back in three years, be huge. They, uh, now it's the time of the show where we do the checklist. It's a, it's a part where we take a little break and ask you a quick question that you probably wouldn't find on a loan application. I'm going to s- start with Christian. Uh, do you have a pet? You should actually pluralize pets. 
pets I, you. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, you know, working in animal medicine for 10 years, you tend to acquire a herd. It just kind of <laughs> comes with Take your the work game. home with you. That. Um, I have a mini schnauzer. My parents have a German shepherd. They are best buds. They love to go to the beach. Um, <laughs> I also rescued a mallard duckling. She got stepped on when she was about three days old. She got brought into the emergency clinic where I was. I took her in, kept her. She had a closed head wound contusion, and she... Had a neurologic but with your head makeup, spin you were to able the, to fix that. Well, thing. you know, threw a little bit of powder dust on her, and bam, <laughs> she's good. Um, but I still have her when she was six months old, and she got her adult feathers. We bought her a boyfriend, so I have Sancho and Pedro, my two ducks, that are at my parents' Whoa. house. What, nine years later, I still have them. So, uh, and then we have five cats, well, five and a half, because we have a vagrant that we come through, and we'll feed him every so often, and if he gets in a fight or anything like that, we'll take care of him. He got shot. And uh, took him to the place where I was working, took care of him for a week. He still has a bullet in him, but, you know, it's how oh, we can identify right. him. Oh, um, I mean, who and, doesn't really? And then we got fish, so. Wow, that, now how long, I, I never thought about this, how long do ducks last? Uh, in captivity, I read that they're about 24 years, so we're not even halfway there. What a commitment. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that is great. And don't worry, Julie, I'm not going to ask you the same question. I'm Julie, this, what, what part of your job gives you the, the most satisfaction? I love meeting all the people when we go to shows or different markets. And we have people that just show up at hay bands on Britannia Street. And they have to have that hay band, particular one that they've seen, to go to the Saints game or the LSU game or for Mardi Gras. And it's, it's really a lot of fun that So way. I was just thinking about how you're talking about that, Julie. You have situations where you're selling to the individuals, like you were mentioning there. Yes. Booth, and then you mentioned those spirit shows where you probably talking to buyers who are eventually going to be in charge of a lot of buying, right? Yes. You know, different size markets, and you never know who's going to come up to the booth and or what they're going to order. So you just present the product. And Do people come to you with ideas? Oh, yes. Yeah. They have ideas for us. you have any really us. bad ones you want to tell us about? The, uh, uh, well, they would like us to do things like print items on the hay bands. We do have some items that are printed and so then they all come up and they would ask us to print some of their... Like corporate things? Corporate or? things and the problem with that is for uh, in order for us to do that we have to have a certain amount to be ordered and they might not necessarily be able to do that. Well, so. Jill, let me ask you one other question. I know you said you started in your dining room table. Yes, absolutely. Is that still where everything is being made? I've, I would no. like to come see your house and see how this looks. <laughs> well, it was quite interesting because it started on the dining room table and then expanded to the rest of the dining room and then expanded into the living room and then into the den. And finally, we, we had to, to move out. And right now, we're located on Britannia the corner of Britannia and Robert, um, above Latai Restaurant. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. And are uh, there machines? I mean, is it like big sewing machines? What is it? Is I have my sewing machine there because I do sew, sew things. And then we braid and we tie and we knot and, you know. So Again, the Hay Band Girls. The Hay yes, Band Girls. Like the, yeah. Now let's check our inbox. I'm sorry. <laughs> How many more of these are going to do? Uh, let's check our inbox. Our producer picks a question that's come in over the past week from a listener. Grant, what have you got? Peter, we have a question for each of our guests today. Julie, this one came in uh, for you from Sylvia Clements, who asks, what is the hardest part of running a fashion-based business out of New Orleans? Does the conservative style of the general population hamper your creativity? I don't feel like New Orleans has a conservative style. I feel that 
they are quite creative and are willing to step out of the box for many occasions. And that's sort of how we are gearing our product line with our flower halos, which they're called. And we love the glitter that we use, and people just love the idea of having fun with their accessories. So more town used to getting dressed up in masquerades and. Have you been to Mardi Gras? <laughs> <laughs> Christian, here's a very current question for you from Tom Spears, who asks, do you think there is a growing market in the transgender population? Could you formulate makeup specific for that market? Well, I think skin is skin. So it doesn't have a technical gender. It's an organ. It's the largest organ that any human has. And so we welcome anybody. If you want to come in, you know, whack, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, American, Chinese, man, woman, don't know quite what you are, <laughs> we welcome everybody and we will paint your face very pretty regardless of who you are. So you get the directive and, and you go from there. Mm-hmm. We get all walks of life that come through the store and regardless of who you are, I will color match you and I will make your face look nice. Now, in the French Quarter, you mentioned you've got a fair amount of tourism mm-hmm. uh, that's coming through there, but uh, that's got to be pretty expensive rent, too. Is, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so... It's uh, a French Quarter. If you can imagine it, that's probably the rent. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't plan to move from there? You've got this No, we base? really like our retail space right there. Um, we get a lot of foot traffic. You know, we're right off of Decatur, so it's very convenient for people to get to us, especially, you know, any kind of tourists that are just walking right past. We can actually see H&M right outside of our doors. So as far as moving from that retail space, probably not. Uh, unless, you know, extenuating circumstances happen, walls cave in or ceiling like comes that. down or something like that. I don't <laughs> think we're going to be moving at least anytime soon. But I know we do want to add more retail locations, you know, across the country. We that don't want to just isolate our, our custom match services to just in the studio. Right. We want to offer that Although everywhere. I, I think for both of you, being... F- is a certain cachet to being from New Orleans, right? I mean, there's that's a that's a great thing to be able to tell people from. You know, it's people love the city and oh, absolutely. Wherever we travel, and when I say I'm from, you know, living in New Orleans, I'm originally from Lafayette, but uh, living in New Orleans, oh, it's all about jazz fest or Mardi Gras right. and all the festivals. People are aware of how much fun we have here. Julie, if if we bring you back in three years, what do things look like? Peter, I, I, I don't know because we have literally been flying by the seat of our pants and just sort of coming up with new ideas and what we feel the public might want to see. So I would like to think that we would have new product lines and a different type of hairband. There are other knotted hair ties on the market. So we went to a different style where we have the no knot where you can wear it as a bracelet. Can people steal your designs? Do you have them patented? or You cannot patent anything in the fashion industry. Really? No. We have our name trademarked, but we already have people copying our braids. It's frustrating <laughs> because what's out there is we feel an inferior product. We had to end up putting our logo on all of our braids and our name, not only for our own advertising, 
but we wanted people to know this is hay bands. This is not something that's made elsewhere. Is there, there's one avenue you could, you could go where you become more mass produced and you, you take it into like a Claire's Accessories or something. That's, you don't want to go there apparently. You want to stay as a niche? Um, right now that's why i have to bring you back in three years well yes (laughs) like i said we are we are going day to day and enjoying what we're doing and enjoying this ride now christian what about yourself a few years from now we bring you on back what's voodoo going to look like uh hopefully a big major brand um we're still going to always offer that custom matching service in any retail location that we have regardless of where we are um but hopefully we'll be in like Sephora and Ulta to where the more masses we can meet and have them switch over to a natural product that will help their skin, that'll make them feel better and that'll make them look good or better than, you know, what they already look like. Because, I mean, our product helps a lot of different skin issues. That coconut in there really makes a difference on the skin. Christian Bordelon, Julie Childers, whatever happens to all of us in our lives from here on, I'll always be able to say that everything I know about the hair and makeup business, you've taught me. I'm happy to help. I'm feeling very good about that. (laughs) Congratulations on getting to where you are today with hay bands and voodoo makeup. I look forward to keeping up with your growth and future success. Thanks for my hair and makeup education, and thanks to both of you for joining me on Out to Lunch today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for having us. Great to have you. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Christian Bordelon from Voodoo Makeup and Julie Childers, the co-owner of Hay Bands. Now, you can find out more about Christian's Voodoo and Julie's hairdo by following the links on our websites, www.wwno.org and itsneworleans.com. The show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday with live music and dinner seven nights a week. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Today's show was engineered and edited by Chris Keogh. The fact-obsessed Jennifer Brady is our researcher. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can get the show as a podcast, you can listen to past shows, and you can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, itsneworleans.com and www.no.org. On itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page, you can see photos from this show taken by Allison Moon. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you next week around the table here at Commander's Palace. For more business New Orleans style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with more than 375 attorneys and offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, JonesWalker.com, and from Iberia Bank, offering comprehensive banking services designed to meet the needs of consumer, small business, and commercial clients, serving Louisiana clients for 100 128 years and now serving a regional base with a commitment to developing people and investing in its communities, IberiaBank.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers Comp, Fidelity Bank, and 30 North Investments.